Hello, good morning. Welcome to uh, <clears throat> M Crow Radio. Got uh, a Bud in the studio with me today. Uh, let you go ahead and introduce yourself. Hey, thanks for having me, man. I'm Matt. Uh, I'm from the Verns, Philly indie rock band. And uh, yeah, I came down this morning just to play a few records, play a few songs, talk about our new record, Nuclear Winter, and uh, just hang out. Hang out with you, Bud. Hey, it's a good time. It's always a good time with Matt. It's the always band. a good time. Uh, so yeah. Matt is in a local band, the Verns, as you just said. You know they've uh, you know been around for a bit. Uh, COVID hit, made music take a sudden stop. Everyone's getting back into the groove. They got a new record. It's really great. Uh, if you tune in weekly, you know I play uh, some of the records pretty pretty often when I'm not playing the heavy stuff. So let's just kind of go back through the uh, the history of the Verns. How how did the Verns become to uh, become a live band? The Verns. Well, it started um started as me in the basement sort of just recording everything myself i would you know record drums and then add bass and then add guitar and so our first record is just is just me and then i moved to the east coast from california about six years ago and both my two of my three bandmates i grew up with out there and they for, for one for some reason or another followed me out here and we got a house together, and we started playing. We started playing together, and uh, over time, we've it's become less just me doing everything, and we're sort of like a a regular old rock band. Just a regular old band. Everyone just... writes their their parts, and everyone has has a part. And nice. Yeah. Do you, I do still you... I still write all the songs, but there is a lot more of a group effort these days. So you kind of build the skeleton of the song, and they just kind of come in to help, kind of bring a full round. Yeah, and you know, like. More often than not, it ends up being something that I didn't really picture at the beginning, but in a in a better way. That's good. That's Once good. everyone has their two cents. That that's a that's something I've realized a lot as I've gotten older. Like I've I've tried to like control a lot of the narrative with music, and it's just like it's always better for me. I know some people are just amazing songwriters alone in the corner of a room, but like for me, it's better when I have a collaborative effort going. Yeah, I'm I am such a control freak, so I've been trying to sort of let some of that power. Ah. <laughs> go and just let it happen the way it happens and I, plus I play with fantastic musicians so I usually have nothing to worry about and what they write is oftentimes cooler than what what I would write you know so hey sometimes you need that second perspective you do yeah you know uh so you, you, how many records you guys got now you got the new one newest one's nuclear winter uh-huh. what, what, what's the the backlog we got year of the rat before that well we put out a live record during covid just because we, we were sitting on some recordings from a, a show we played in, in Chicago the album cover that was sick. It was like the the fork and knife. Yeah, kind of man, we did a um like an Instagram. Um, what what am I? What's the word I'm looking for? An it's Instagram like a, comp contest or something. Yeah, that, that's a good so way. A bunch of people sent us art for, it, and this girl Emily, she just paint. It's painted. It's oil. Oh wow. Um, I have the canvas in my studio. Yeah, it has and some it is really like, good textures. I I, did, I couldn't tell if it was like digital or an actual. No, painting. it's beautiful. Yeah, and it's it's an actual oil painting. That's sick. And she sent that and. It just blew us away. It was like immediately. It was like, yeah, yeah. that's the winner. That's the coolest. So you you just had like how many I've people seen. send in art for that? Gosh, it was probably close to like thirty. Oh wow, thirty Damn. or so. Okay. And most of them were very good. Some of them were real funny, like yeah. you know, riffing on Chicago, like us riding a hot dog or something. <laughs> um, but that one was just like at the end of the day, it was just so good. Yeah, that that looked like a timeless. Immediately, like... we were like, yep, that's it. Okay. So we have the live record, Year of the Rat, which is sort of like a glorified 
EP. Like we we tried to re-record some of our more popular songs to make them sound a little better. And uh, of course, nobody likes them. Everybody <laughs> everybody wants the originals that sound yeah. like garbage. Uh, we got maybe I'll feel better when I'm dead, which is like, which was to me like what feels like our first record. We I, made I love that that record when I listen to it. It just kind of feels like just when one of the things I always come back to like bands is like if I really kind of dig it or not, it's like when it sounds like just friends, like having fun making music together and you, you really feel like it that. Yeah. And that was the first record we made as a group. Uh, we made it with our friend Joe in uh, Jersey who plays in this cool band called American Trappist. And, uh, we spent like two weeks at their house, just, um, having a bunch of fun. Nice. And even well, like half the songs on that record, <clears throat> I talked to them like in the studio. So, Oh, wow. To my ears, I can hear that we, like, didn't quite know it all. Yeah. But I don't think that everybody can tell. Oh, no, not... not and I we have fine-tuned, like, with the newest record, we, like, demoed it out first. We... Everyone knew every single part of what they were going to do, and that was kind of eye-opening for us, like, the process of just being prepared. Yeah. Which there's something cool about not being prepared and just seeing what happens, but... Yeah, if if you if you play uh, maybe I'll feel better when I'm dead right next to the new record back to back, you can like, there's definitely like a maturity like an evolution between the sound, like it definitely sounds like some like the new stuff is like super well thought out and it feels very professional. Thank you. No, oh, it's a good one. And then before that, there's the early recordings, which that's the my basement record that, is that I the, uh, I got a cassette from you. That's a cassette, yeah, okay. on, only ever um, cassette, and that was even before I thought about recording as more than just you know putting a mic on a drum set putting one mic on a drum set and being like what is what is eq what is compression (laughs) i don't know like because that's how i made a record since i was 16 it was just like one mic cool add a bass cool that that, that, i'm still doing that i'm still just even panning to me was like i'm not i'm not really sure what what i'm doing here (laughs) um with, with this new record we made it all at my house and i've sort of been more interested in the technical aspects of recording. Okay. So I uh, was really proud of how it came out. Yeah, the record sounds phenomenal. I, I know you brought some records in. I definitely want to sneak one of those one of those singles off the new record. Yeah, today. please do. Please do. Um, so that being said, uh, the next song I'd like to play is a song by our buddy Joe who made our first two records. Let's do it. And that was uh, American Trappist? American Trappist. The song's called The Worst Kind, and I love this song. Nice.
Welcome back, M Crew Radio, Monday morning. We got uh, Matt from The Verns, local uh, real rocker from Philadelphia. Um, we're just going to talk about some cool stuff and uh, some music and some stuff about the band. And uh, oh, I forgot to do the, the tagline, uh, M Crew Radio, sponsored by uh, M Crow Beer, Glacier Cold, Fawn Fresh. Um, yeah, so let's talk about... Uh, you know, we talked about the beginnings of the Verns. Now, uh, like, what, let's talk about some like uh, musical influences. You got a pretty, pretty good uh, spectrum of records you brought in today. Oh so. yeah, um, yeah. I mean, when I was young, younger, I think what influenced my my songwriting the most was Bob Dylan, like hands down. When I, I didn't ever think I even wanted to be a songwriter, and then I heard him, and it just changed everything for me. I played like in a math rock band when I was in high school. You know, like I just wanted to write cool riffs and weird time signatures and then I heard him and it just like blew me away and it's the first time I remember being like I think the words are more important and I just want to be a songwriter I just want to play four chords and write some cool songs you know and then from there I I don't know I I got really into like the Pixies and like some weirder stuff like that Unicorns record was like okay (laughs) I was obsessed with that record and just like the weirdness of it and the cool songwriting and how it's like you know, there's like 10 songs in every song. Like, there's not like a chorus. There's not like, it's just a different way to think about music. And then, um, yeah, you know, I, over the years, I just, I have, I have these like staples that I'll always come back to. I love the Velvet Underground. I love um, what I got into recently. I think everybody, it seems like everybody in the world got into recently was country music. Yeah, it it, it got its claws in me, and I don't know how that happened. I've been, it's like, uh it's probably just as I was talking about Bob Dylan, it's the songwriting and the and the lyrics, but it just like hits me, hits my soul. I think we were all just craving for some honesty in the past so. two years. Yeah, that's, I was up that's in the, all we want. <laughs> I was up in the Poconos like two years ago or now. How long has COVID been a thing? It, it doesn't Three make years, sense. Three years, five years, and it's I March discovered that Flying Burrito Brothers record, Gilded Palace of Sin, and I was just obsessed. Yeah. I could not stop listening to it. I think my Spotify rap that year was like top five. You listen <laughs> to this record and only this record for a thousand hours. And Graham Parsons is fantastic. And just like that got me into this sort of huge country country music hall and like Loretta Lynn and like Patsy Cline and Merle Haggard. I actually brought a Merle Haggard record today. It's all just so good. And I... I'm trying not to turn the Verns into a country band. Yeah. Because I just don't think that's what we do. I mean, I mean you can talk I about snuck, that. <laughs> I snuck a little bit. I snuck a twangy song onto this record. 
I, and by sneak, I mean every all the dudes knew exactly what I was doing. Yeah. <laughs> but I brought it in as like a swingy like country song, and we turned they turned it into sort of like a an indie sort of twang song. So okay. they. They helped reel me in a little bit. Have you heard that that band, uh, Howdy? I think it's like two. Yeah, movies. yeah, yeah. They kind of like toe the line of like country to kind of spacey it's like indie that stuff a lot. Indie twang that I th- yeah. and I think that that's cool, a cool genre. And maybe we could like meet in the middle and make a record like that. But maybe on the next record, I'll sneak two, two sort of country just, songs just, just on. Keep, keep them in. until eventually we're just a country, <laughs> a country band. But uh, yeah, we, I mean, maybe it was something about being up in the mountains or just whatever it was. It just country music really just sort of. I think we we've all that had a, claws in me as well. Taking a moment to like be able to like zoom out <clears throat> and really focus on like what uh, you know success means in the big picture of like you know a you know a damaging capitalistic society and like sure. country music is just it's it's three chords in the truth and like, it just it stays to that yeah throughout the years and uh, you know a lot of people I know dove into country really heavily myself included. Um, start for me it started with like john prine and revisiting a lot of mm-hmm. songs from like my younger years like my uh dad's side of the family is as fucking from the sticks as it gets and my grandpa never had a radio he would just be like ah, what do you want to hear i know that song we're yeah. just gonna play it and totally. it was always just like have a acoustic with like three broken strings on it somehow still play the song it was, it was kind of familiar still but yeah country music really kind of yeah just grabs a whole when it gets in there you just like dive deep it certainly does and uh, it's fantastic i got I into it. really into towns Zant as well that's um, so recording wise towns van zant just blows me away that whole discography that's just very I, very good it's amazing and very like tragic sort of life but yeah just you i think what what i like about him is i just believe him you know yeah i believe every word and so back to back to like bob dylan get a hold of you like song wise like Vern's lyrics records do you keep that like close to the chest or are you just kind of like throwing like just writing stories that like are not relatable you're just kind of write like a cool thing to put out there Sometimes a song is very personal to me, and sometimes, you know, to be honest with you, the words just sound cool together. Yeah. Or I'll, oftentimes one song is about three or four different things. And, um, yeah, I don't know. Sometimes you just are at a loss, and some words roll off the tongue nicely. Yeah. And other times it's like a, you know, a love song. Or, like, one thing I'm very proud of is this is the, our first record that does not have a love song. Nice. And I was very happy. That, that, very, that's... very happy. Uh, felt like it was a nice goal or accomplishment or something. Some, not, sometimes the love song to, like, feels like a lie. fall back on a love yeah. song. It's easy, you know, to yeah. get sad and write a love song, but yeah, I don't know. Cool. Um, I forgot what I was going to say next. Oh, we were going to talk about some uh, some shows. Shows? Some, some, uh, some like, uh, you know, like big bands you've seen, favorite shows you've been to, some favorite Vern shows, cities you love playing. Yeah, yeah. Cities um, you definitely want to go back to, cities you hope to visit. Cool. As far as Vern's goes, I mean, we love Philly uh, more than anywhere, and Johnny yeah, John- Bre- Johnny Brenda's is always a great time. Seems for like us. that's like your second home, really. I think that every cool show we've played here has been Johnny Brenda's. Okay. That was a cool union transfer, but we were like first to four. They didn't pay us. We weren't allowed in the green room. They were just <laughs> like, you can literally you can play, but like then you have to go. <laughs> and it was you know, cool like Union Transfer is such a cool stage yeah. and I would do it again yeah. but like who'd you play with there? Foxing the fo- okay yeah they're, they're, they got some hype they're pretty big man they do alright for themselves yeah yeah, yeah. and uh, as far as shows I've seen goes I mean I saw Modest Mouse once 
and it was one of the coolest shows I've ever seen. I've I've heard that they're pretty hit or miss. They were a big. I was a big fan of them when I was yeah. you know sixteen or whatever. Trucker's Atlas made everyone try uh-huh. to play drums. Oh yeah yeah yeah. <laughs> what was I learned to play drums to In Bloom that Nirvana song. Okay. It has a good mix of everything. I think yeah. it's like drum fills, nice beats. I'm the um, one descendant is what made me uh figure out how to play drums. Cool cool. I remember having like headphones on and just like over and over and over again trying to nail this beat. <laughs> and uh, still play drums to this day. I actually like playing drums more than I like playing guitar. Oh, you play drums in uh, Number One Lovers? I do, yeah. Okay. They don't have a record out. And uh, the station is vinyl only, so uh, I couldn't play them today. But check I, them out, I, check I, them I out know, if you can. I know a guy they can record a record with. Yeah, so do I, <laughs> actually. Um. I saw Radiohead once on Acid, and that was one of the weirder experiences of my life. Okay. The light show was very, very cool. And it was an, at Outside Lands, that music festival in San Francisco. Um, that was a pretty memorable experience. I don't know. What else have I seen? Radiohead's one of the best. I've never been able to, like, really get into them. I don't know why. It just hasn't been able to, like, nothing's really caught me by them. I like it. I don't love it, but I like it. Yeah. Some I love. Yeah. But by and large, yeah. It I'd seems agree. like it'd be a cool band to see live. It's, I think they're like a the musician a musician's band, and I'm not saying anything about anything, but it seems like they're people like them for the sort of technical stuff. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know why people like them. I think I just I've I, been seeing them getting a lot of hate on the the internet lately. Yeah. Yeah. Which I don't know if it's deserved. Well, people just, maybe because the um, better than you sort of mentality that some fans might have or something. I don't know. I think I just saw that Beavis and Butthead for that creep video when he's like, this riff sucks. Then it goes in the heavy (laughs) part. He's like, yeah, this riff's awesome. Then like the rest of the song just sucks. Like, no, just play the other part. I think just that opinion has like stuck with me ever since the first time I saw that. That's fair. I think my little experience seeing them made me appreciate it a little bit more. I'll never forget that. That's yeah. for sure. Yeah, it, 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 that'd be a good band to see acid on. I went and saw a, a metal band, uh, Mastodon, ate a bunch of shrooms, and they Holy had like an oh. insane light show. Yeah, yeah. And that was just like, oh, Was that shit. when they were touring with, like, Against Me? No, it was like, like... There was one tour that was, like, very odd. It was like Hot Topic metal bands. Cool. Like, I had no clue who the other bands were, and my buddy just hit me. I was like, yo, I got an extra ticket. I was like, oh, sure, cool. I got some shrooms. This would be fun. Very oh. cool. <laughs> But um, let's uh let's jump on this next record. Yeah, this is a up. country tune by Merle Haggard called "Little Old Wine Drinker Me." You guys heard it? Little Old Wine Drinker Me, me, Amco Radio, Glacier Cold, Amco Beer, Fawn Fresh. I'm praying. So the grapes can grow and they can make more wine And I'm a-sitting in a honky in Chicago With a broken heart and a woman on my mind I matched the man behind the bar for the jukebox And the music takes me back to Tennessee When they ask who's the fool in the corner crying I say little old wine drink of me 
I came here last week from down in Nashville Cause my baby left for Florida on a train And I thought I'd get a job and just forget her But in Chicago, a broken heart is still the same I matched the man behind the bar for the jukebox And the music takes me back to Tennessee When they ask who's the fool In the corner crying I say little old wine drink of me Yeah I say little old wine drink of me Welcome back, MCRO Radio. If you're just tuning in, which I don't think you are, because remember to look at the thing. Looks like everyone that uh, logged on this morning is still here with no one new. So uh, welcome back to hanging out with me and Matt. Um, what do you want to talk about next, Matt? I don't know. I think these past three years have made me a terrible conversationalist. Yeah. Yeah, I get that. Same. <laughs> we could talk about uh, life. Life's cool. Life is cool. Life is pretty cool. Life so what, what, can be cool. Yeah. What's a, what's some some cool stuff in life you got going on right now? I've been working real hard at putting my studio together at the house, so that's been sort of my obsession as of late. Um, I got a band coming up from Virginia this week, which I'm very excited to record. Nice. Who's and that? It'll be called Coldbrook. They're just uh, some guys who know the Verns and hit hit me up to to make a to make a record and. Uh, so I've been kind of going through my workflow the last couple of days, just trying to make sure nothing catastrophic fail. You know, there's no yeah. catastrophic failures when they're sitting there and I don't look stupid, but I, I think I got it all figured out. I got a cool little house um, kind of close to here and I've turned it into somewhat of a makeshift little studio. So so you're, you're doing everything do there. You're doing recording, mixing, you mastering and everything? I'm not mastering, no. That's just like a little outside of my um, understanding. Yeah. At the moment, it's like a very like su- the, the subtleties of mastering or something, and the yeah, there, there's a lot. It seems it it like it always seems like it's so much more simple than it is because you're like you send it to somebody like, hey, could you could you master this? And they're like, yeah, two hundred to three hundred bucks. You're like, oh, this right. probably doesn't take you that long. This right, is a really right, simple right. process. And then like, I'm like, fuck, it, I can figure this out. And you go in and you're like, just tr- trying to do like five decibel negative positive between each other, and like things are out of phase, and you're just like, these are words I don't even know what are mean and i'm using them yeah and like yeah mastering is so insane i like understands how it works but you just make it louder sure yeah <laughs> yeah yes but also very much no i suppose but uh but you when you i mean you put you send your record in and you're like this sounds good i think and then they send it back master and you're like wow yeah this is how it's supposed to sound it's like so wide you can hear everything it's louder obviously uh, it's just i don't know it's like such a mysterious sort of thing. They're getting a I'd like maybe I'd like to learn how to do one day. There's a I definitely definitely more like high end uh record stuff. This a guy here recorded a record and has this guy mastering it and he was talking about like some newer stuff he's doing and like Dolby Dolby Digital Surround Sound Mastering. Yeah, yeah. He was sending me sending him some photos and he let me kinda of take a look at him. I was like, You're mastering things, you could like put something and like 
it's going to sound like it's like two meters away from you behind you on the right and you can mm-hmm. put the same sound in front of the person like a meter directly in front of them like you have this like physical box where it's like there's a shape of a head in there and you put like the different instruments and sound like where you want to kind of peek out and that's just like blows my mind i don't don't have the mental capacity for that yeah I, I think i briefly dipped my toe into trying to figure out how figure that out and very quickly was like i don't think i even have what i am trying to do figured out yet so i'm not going to move <laughs> move on to that but yeah i mean like i said i when i was a teenager I, the, way, the way i made a, made a record was just put a mic in front of the drum kit and then cool move yeah. on you know and now it's like it is cool the technical aspects of um of recording and i've really been very interested in that the last couple of years what else is going on with me i got a kitten oh in october nice. and she's the love of my life uh there you her go. name is louisville slugger there you go lou for short <laughs> and uh she's wild but she's she's cool and she's good company does she hide away during like the recording or she well versed in like the loudness no no she she'll do she'll like when we're setting drums up she'll crawl in the little kick drum hole and like she'll be on top of the toms and she'll be everywhere and then yeah as soon as somebody hits hits a drum she's out of there I gotcha uh luckily that it's a kind of a big little space i have so she can there's tons of places for her to hide and uh get away from it all so the but, band uh, that's coming up they're gonna are they gonna like you're doing like a full like airbnb studio thing kind of like people can stay with you and record with you yeah i guess so yeah when we were talking they were they were like you know where where should we stay and it just seems goofy to like make people buy an airbnb when i have an extra room and yeah. we can crash on the couch or whatever you know and that's kind of cool just being in the headspace like you're just like and then you can just be like, there and you can just get into that world you don't have to worry yeah. about getting back if it's 10 at night and you're feeling creative we can just keep going you know yeah right, so that my, my neighbors you're... might hate me for it but my yeah. neighbors one of my neighbors also does karaoke till like four in the morning and i never uh. Never say anything because I know one day yeah. I'm gonna make a lot of noise. You're gonna want the favor return. I'm gonna need yeah, I'm gonna need that <laughs> favor. So but yeah, that's kind of been my obsession lately. Uh what else? I've been playing a lot of chess. Okay. Um I've played chess since I was young and like uh, you know like the like the, the moves, the, sh- well. the strategy kind of stuff? Yeah, yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah, I love chess. So if anyone out there listening wants to play, let me know. I'm on the the apps. Was a what was that show? Queen's Gambit. Yes. Was was did that kind of like re spark it, or were you kind of still into it? But then, um, no, I was still into it. I think that that actually was very good for chess. It got a lot of people interested. Yeah. Maybe because also because COVID, everyone was sitting inside, bored or something. Yeah. But it seemed like everyone got got interested in chess for a little while. So you say there's chess apps. There's multiple. There's chess apps. You can play people from all over the world, right at your fingertips. And I spend a little bit too much time on that sometimes. <laughs> the time I could, could that could be spent doing something else. That's a uh, what was it over COVID? Much like you know my immediate friend group, we were playing a was it the board game arena dot com. Okay. You, we we played a uh, Yahtzee on there cool. and Uno. We've been pl- I've been playing a lot of Uno lately. Their their version of Uno is called Solo, and it's a lot more. It, you can you can get pretty aggressive in it. Like if you have like the same color. Or the same number, you can like put it down out of turn. We play that, and it's called Spicy Uno. Spicy Uno. Yeah, and oh. if you put an eight down, everyone has to slap the card. Last one to slap has to take a bunch of cards or something. I can't remember okay. how many, but Spicy Uno is a lot of fun, and you got to pay attention. Is, is this something you know, you've made up? 40 cards in your hand. Uh, no, my bandmate Fabi uh, taught us it. 
And I, I, I want a I rule breakdown of Spicy Uno. He has, like, a, a PDF on his phone. Of, <laughs> there's, like, um, you know, draw two. If you have a draw two, you can keep adding to the draw two. Yep, that, that's something we do. With the eights, you got to slap them. With the colors, if you have a matching card, you can put it out of order. Um, yeah, I don't know. There's some others that I'm forgetting in the in the moment. But Spicy Uno. S- Spicy send, Uno. send me that PDF. I'll I'm, send I'm, you I'm that, that PDF, yeah. <laughs> Any other uh, board games you've gotten into? I feel like a few people have gotten into like, the board game puzzle world lately. Yeah, I've been playing. We play a lot of like uh, this game, Seven Wonders, which oh. is a c- cool sort of like in- intense board game. It took me a long time in life to realize that not, you know, there's board games like, like uh, I don't know, what can- Candyland and yeah. stuff, but like there's like very intense like, yeah. adult board games or whatever. It's like a whole world. Um, I love to play board games. I don't. I'm not like a. I don't know them all. Yeah. A Ticket to Ride is another one. Ticket to Ride. I've 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 got that one. That's a fun one. Great game. We had a game night Friday night. Um, and that was a fun time. It's always nice to get your buds together. Have you ever played a? I've had this one for a while, and I I haven't played it since. But uh, Pandemic. Ooh, it seems like a little too on the nose. It it is. It's a. It was the first board game I ever played that was like collaborative. Okay. Like when you play a board game, oh, you're, you're just like, cool. I'm winning. Cool. And it's it's hard to break that mindset because like you have. That's no, like we're winning. Yeah. It's like if. Ever it's either everybody wins or everybody loses, and like I fuck up, and I'm like always in back of my like, no, I'm gonna sneak this, and I'm like. I don't know. I feel like I like the, <laughs> I like the competition. Yeah. I want to like lose friends from board games yeah. for for like a week or two. You yeah. know. It's fine. I like when things get a little get a little intense. It's good. It's important. It's important. Like Settlers of Catan, I've, you know, I feel like people have gotten a lot of arguments over that game. Have you played that yet? I've played it a couple times, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, could not remember. It was years ago. Could not remember how to play, but that it seems like a game uh, a lot of people like as well. Nice. Let's uh, get another song. Cause I'm okay. we're, we're, we're getting close to the 40-minute mark. I want to give you some time to play some tunes. It's always and... sort of been a staple band of mine, a uh, cool band. They're called Velvet Underground. This is She's My Best Friend. She's my best friend Certainly not the average girl She's my best friend Understands me when I'm falling down, down, down Oh, it hurts to be that way Down on the floor Caught his hand in the door Guess that's the way the news goes If you want to see me Sorry but I'm not around If you want to leave me Turn around and by the window Where the light is She's my best Somebody cut off the feet 
Not jelly rolls in the street If you want to see me Sorry but I'm not around If you want to be me Turn around down by the window where the light is Underground, short and sweet. Got a couple songs kind of lined up for you. The Matt's gonna play a couple himself. Uh, gonna play one track off the the new album, Nuclear Winter. Um, what's uh, the art on this? Is great. What is a uh, where, where does this come from here? Thank you. Um, it's just some art that I made in Photoshop. Nice. Uh, it's like a collage thing. It's like a collage thing. Yeah. It's like the um, the little bottom part. It's like some expired film that was real grainy and just looked kind of cool. Um, all the iterations of this album art were like terrible until I f accidentally just stumbled on something that I really liked a lot so it was like just a happy accident I'm not I don't consider myself a uh, graphic artist but it's, oh, it looks it's cool nice shit. every once in a while when you make something that it just isn't terrible, you know. Yeah, I remember you made a you made some prints and you're like these printed like shit. I hate this. They did print very <laughs> badly, and then I uh, still have them all. Every once in a while, I try to convince myself I want to be like a real artist, and then I talk myself out of it. You gotta go maybe that, the, one day the, though. The John Lennon way, you know. He says like you know you gotta write a hundred crap songs before you want write one good one. It's like the same with any medium. I know. So the Verns have like six. 60 something crap songs so maybe uh, in like three or four records yeah, three or four we'll, records we'll be have a good song <laughs> no this, this record yeah great. this art was just sort of a happy accident and i and i like it and i wanted it to be really minimal i didn't i we didn't put any text on the cover it's i don't know i like that i like it yeah yeah do you have a track a listing one. on the inside i didn't even look there's lyrics and um a little photo and some little goodies on the inside right. so it's always good to have some goodies. we don't leave inside. you like completely hanging I'm going to show you a buddy's record of mine that I have with me. Uh, not a huge fan of the music whatsoever, but, like, the pressing of the <laughs> record. Hopefully they're not listening. <laughs> I, I'm very honest with him, it's, it, if he is. Um, but the pressing of the record, it's it's just such a cool package. And I feel like that'll, like, it makes me listen to the record. Yeah. Like, there's not really yeah. many songs off there I like, but I'll listen to it just because I like looking at the record yeah. and the shit that came it's with it. It's very important. Yeah. Yeah. It's all about the full package. It and certainly I feel, and, is. And he, I feel like he got it with this record. Um, so this record that we're gonna play in a moment, you know, Matt recorded, mixed. Did you master it? No. No, this uh, this guy Ryan Schwab here in Philly, Philly okay. mastered. He's very good at what he does, and uh, highly recommend. Highly yeah. recommended. Cool. If so, anyone needs something mastered. And uh, what's what's this track called? It's called Unintelligent Design. Unintelligent Design. This is off of Nuclear Winter, uh, the Vern's newest record. Um, you can pick it up. Uh, you got a website or something we got a website yeah we got a band camp, band camp. uh you can hit you know dm us on instagram we're pretty easy to get a hold of yeah. we have records records shirts all that good stuff so uh 
Well, I'll get this uh, song going and bring Matt back, and we'll uh, have him play a couple tunes and uh, send you on your way. Let you eat some food for lunch. So this is Unintelligent Design by Philly Locals, The Verns. we go that was uh the verns unintelligent design and matt's gonna play um, i already forgot the song title this one's called uh before the world destroyed us this is my go. little con- country-ish tune that i snuck on the record there we go enjoy guys
when it seems our time has come Would you hold me like you did when we was young Before the world destroyed us, left us no place left to run in the Just pretend. Then the mere swirled like Satan. He was spitting on my grave. In the morning, I woke feeling quite the same. Felt alright. You know, a nice, nice little, a little, little private mor- morning voice going on. Or I haven't woken up this early in a little while. So. <laughs> You're getting kind of feral in, with the, the time stamp these days? Yeah, man. I just 3, 4 a.m. I, I, I think that I'm just a, a night owl, you know, by nature. I try to be a night person and a morning person, and that just makes me like a grumpy person. Yeah. <laughs> so you, you, have to, you have to choose one or the other. You do have to choose one or the and other. I, lately, it's been... I was working at a coffee shop for a lot of years, and so that forced me to be somewhat of a morning person. Except I think they both knew that that I was a night person, so they'd yeah. give me that like eleven a.m. shit. Yeah. <laughs> but um, yeah, you cannot be a night person and a morning person. Then you're just a grumpy person. And be person. a happy person, yeah. So I get so, a lot. Of, I get all my best work done in the middle of the night, though. I think. Yeah, I feel like that's a for a lot of uh, people that I know in the creative world. It's you know. The sun goes down. You you feel alive. It's definitely definitely more in tune with the world. You know, the, the witching hour. You know, three in the morning. That's when all the good shit happens. I would have to agree. So what what else? What what song we got next here? Uh, well, I'm gonna play a song from uh, our second record. Okay. People seem to like it. Um, you know, by any metric that there might be on the, out on the internet these days. Okay. Uh, it might be. Uh, some might even say it's our mo- most popular song. Most popular song. All right. Uh, He's excuse, gonna play the banger. Excuse my voice. Uh, but 
Yeah. It's called Everything Goes Away. something you know you, you said that somebody said you know if it's a good song you can play it acoustic or electric you know that that, that translates both ways i love I that track that, that might be the reason why i was trying to play all of our songs on this acoustic and tell them it sounded all that good oh, that, that, that sounded great that one seems to work though. i mean live if if you get a chance to see the verns live do it um i don't feel corny in any way of saying this especially in front of matt it, it feels like a rock show it's like you go there the tunes are amazing the band just looks like a bunch of people that like love playing music with each other and it's a full experience and uh hearing these songs acoustic definitely feels like way more personal i love it but you know you guys live you guys you guys rock we are yeah we are a rock band at the end at the end of the day i uh, i wanted that song to be really rocking on our record and joe talked us into not getting heavy with it which i think in hindsight was just a very good decision by him and i wonder if it would translate the same better or worse if it had been but live we 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 will rock that one out. But yeah, I think I on like record we kept it. I, I like the flow of it on the record. I love hearing that live though, because you guys it gets loud and it, it gets, gets awesome. Fabi is just such a 
good guitar player and he'll get some like crazy heavy feedback sort of tones and just very good at what he does so it it help it helps it yeah yeah it you helps get... it live we got a, we, we got time for one more if you got one more um one more maybe i'll try to do a little cover yeah that's always good Towns Vanzant song. The goat. the goat. Um so we're pretty much at time man. Thank you so much for coming to hang out. Thanks for having me. Yeah, yeah it's nice uh nice to get out of the house. Yeah, it's yeah. good. It's good to see you also. We haven't we haven't hung out in a while. Yes, it's it's huh. probably too early, but I was gonna say we could grab a beer after this. <laughs> um it might, might be a little bit too early for me. If we were to grab a beer, I think we would grab an M Crow beer. Glacier cold, fawn fresh. There we go. Thanks for tuning in, guys. Check out the Verns on Bandcamp.